This is Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. I'm your host, Rand Law, the author of the Mystic Dreamwalker series. I also go by the name of R.D. Lauren when I'm teaching Tokushi Kimpo. When I received my Minkyo Kaiden from Tom Manson Sensei and became the inheritor of the Tokushi system, Tokushi Kimpo is somewhere in between karate and jujitsu. In fact, I look upon it as a stand-up version of doing jiu-jitsu. Our kata is comparable to jiu-jitsu kata instead of karate kata. And our system of movement makes us more akin to Chinese kung fu. Although I like James Williams Sensei's description of kimpo as Japanese kung fu. But enough of that. It's time for headlines. On today's episode, we will talk about the use of the Force and Maul. Not Darth Maul, but swinging a Maul. And also swinging a sledgehammer, which always makes me think of the song, Sledgehammer. I want to be your sledgehammer. But in this case, it's actually using a sledgehammer to drive in iron wedges to split logs. Yes, the ash tree out front has been cut down and left in two-foot-thick slabs that are 39 inches across. So my favorite wife and I are practicing swinging axes and mauls and sledgehammers to drive the wedges to split the logs. It's good exercise, and I'm using it as a substitute for some of my other metal club swinging exercises. My intention is to use one slab a day as my exercise routine until we have completed turning these into firewood. The fireplace should be warm this winter. Next in headlines is the collagen diet. The wife and I have been implementing the collagen diet to our routine, and thus far we have enjoyed it immensely. We read the book by Dr. Josh Axe. What is it with axes this week? But it just so happens that the collagen diet, uh, cancer-free diet, and heart-healthy diets and diabetic diets all seem to come together with the collagen diet. But again, it's a lifestyle and not just something you practice for a short period of time. Just like martial arts, it is now time for our quote of the day. A life is not important except in the impact it has on other lives. Jackie Robinson. And now it's time for This Day in History. As many of you may have noticed if you're looking up the events by the time you hear them, will not correlate with the actual history of the day that you listen to this podcast because we're on a delay. And that is why I don't mention what this actual day is at the time of recording. Nonetheless, way back in 1522, Magellan's expedition circumnavigated the globe and returned to its home port in 1522. Magellan had intended to sail west to find a trade route to the spices of the Far East. And eventually he did. But first he stopped in Brazil to replenish supplies as he searched for a navigable route through the New World. But he did have some difficulties along the way. Besides, trying to navigate the Rio de Plata and not finding a route across, 
he had also had to deal with the Spaniard captains of some of the five vessels that were taking part in the exploration, and he had to quail a mutiny and left one captain behind to fend for himself as the rest of the ships sailed off. When they eventually found the Straits of Magellan, he must have known that he was on the right route after going around Patagonia and finding a waterway named after himself. The Pacific was strangely peaceful, and that's how it got its name, or at least the name that was used by the Europeans thereafter. And of course, as they sailed across the Pacific, they encountered another set of difficulties as they sailed for Guam. Of course, they didn't intend to go to Guam. They were still looking for the spices of the Far East, and along the way they decided that the shoe leather and leather straps they had to eat to fend off starvation needed some additional flavorings. Eventually, they made it to the Philippines where they converted some of the local inhabitants to Christianity and found themselves involved in an intertribal war, one which led to Magellan's death after being stuck with a poisoned arrow and deserted by his companions. All of this happened right after Easter. And with Magellan's death, Juan Sebastian took over somewhere in April 1521, and after taking over command, was able to get the Victoria, the last remaining vessel, out of the five that took off September 20th in 1519 and made it all the way around the globe by 1522. All in all, they considered it a rousing success, and I believe it was also the invention of jerk, if you considered dried shoe leather and spices, comparable. At least, once you add the smoke flavoring, it makes it palatable. In 1781, Benedict Arnold, not famous for Eggs Benedict, but his name is synonymous with traitor. It seems after failing to win the hearts and mind of his fellow patriots by trying to sell out a fort to the British for a substantial bribe, he became a turncoat. Yes, he traded his blue coat for a red coat and was given command with the British. He led an assault on a Patriot Ammo Depot and was able to capture it along with the help of some local loyalists. After the Patriot troops escaped, Benedict Arnold ordered his British troops to burn the town to the ground. And this measure also did not endear him with the American Patriots whom he formerly served with. It's funny what some people will do for money. In 1901, President William McKinley was shot twice, one shot striking him in the sternum and the second in the abdomen. His assailant was going to shoot him a third time before his bodyguards wrestled him to the ground, and McKinley requested that they didn't hurt him, and thinking of his wife, he wished that they were careful in the manner that they told her the news. The bullet in the sternum was superficial, and the one in the abdomen was treated and he responded well from the surgery, initially at least, before gangrene had set in, and upon his death, immediately, Vice President Theodore Roosevelt was sworn into office. And it's now time for our haiku, 
entitled The Force. Through focus alone, mental images appear, perception renewed. It's now time for Zen and Pen with Dojo Notes. Today I was musing, as I often tend to do, playing with one of my favorite meditational objects, and that is of the blade. I often carry a blade with me, and I have a tendency to fixate upon it as I run through various drills, and during these times, I shut out all of the rest of the world. Although normally, I like to do meditation, which makes me aware or even hyper-aware of the rest of the world. I find myself doing suwiri, both with long blades and short blades, as the voice of my favorite wife brings me back to the world. It's funny how your wife's voice can catch you at the oddest moment. It's now time for Q&A with Sensei. And recommendations about diet? I do prefer collagen, but some people were asking about some of the additives that my wife uses in her oatmeal. Chiefly, why was she adding wasabi nuts, wasabi almonds, in fact, to her morning oatmeal? I'm certain that had nothing to do with me playing with the butter knife, doing my knife drills that had distracted her so she didn't see that the almonds that she was intending to put in her oatmeal were in fact wasabi-coated. But thanks to my mindfulness exercise, I was able to detect the scent of wasabi before she stirred it in with her raisins and oatmeal, saving the day. The second question was dealing with the Smackdown Putt-Putt Mini-Golf sanctioned 20-year reunion tour. And... If anyone has an opening between now and camp that they would like to take part in with a SmackDown Invitational, the sooner the better. Send your votes in. And the third question for Sensei is dealing with camp. Fall camp to be exact. And the date is set for October 22nd for camp to start. So please set aside the time if you can for coming over for campfire powwows and our martial art training sessions. And for today's victory, I would like to thank my favorite wife for her steadfast support and encouragement of my Japanese lessons. That's supposed to take only five or ten minutes a day and often turns into half an hour. I can't wait till I can swear in Japanese. Not to say that learning Japanese isn't frustrating or fulfilling. In fact, it's both. And as always, I want to thank all of my readers, those who read my blogs and listen to my podcasts, and those who read my books and the Mystic Dreamwalker series in particular, as well as those who watch my Tokushi Kempo introductory videos on my Brand Law Patreon page, or Patreon. can never decide. Your people call it both things, and I don't know which is proper. Be that as it may, I encourage everyone to seek out martial art instruction. It has been the source and foundation to everything I do. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge of her power. Tokushi Kimpo. Until next time, this is Rain Law reminding you to follow your dreams.